Good morning and welcome to Wallet Street, the podcast version of the newsletter where I talk about things happening in money, tech, crypto, and anything else intellectually uh, interesting. Today, uh, getting started, so I read an article about how the shorting of SPACs has gone up um, in conjunction with the growth in SPACs. So we've talked about these before, but um, these are a investment vehicle that a lot of people have been using to go public more quickly than through the traditional IPO process. Um, You know, if you've been reading my newsletters or listening, you know that this has gone up of late in the past probably six to nine months. Um, But the Wall Street Journal had a great article about how more and more people are actually starting to short SPACs, which so shorting um, is the opposite of, of buying, really. It just means that rather than buying a stock low and selling high um, in hopes that the stock price goes up, you're doing the inverse. So you buy the, the, the share high and you, um, well, you sell the share first at a high price and then you buy it back at a lower price. So the idea is you're betting that the share price will go down. Um, so uh, the number of sh- you know people shorting or the amount of money that was shorting SPACs at the beginning of 2021 was about three quarters of a billion dollars, and by March that's now reached two and a half billion. So it's gone up quite significantly in a pretty short amount of time. So that was an interesting graph. Another good Wall Street Journal article this week was an overview into green sill, which um, was kind of touted as a new. I don't know if bank's the right word, but new type of company trying to offer supply chain finance to smaller businesses. Um, and Greensill recently went under and was insolvent. Um, supply chain finance usually is reserved for larger, very well credited, you know, large multinational companies. Um, basically, supply, banks will offer credit to um, these large companies that uh, they'll basically pay off the the supply chain um, vendors in a shorter amount of time, uh, giving or they'll 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 buy off the um, these you know outstanding payables and um, it allows the suppliers to get paid faster, but allows better cre- you know enables better credit terms for for um, these large multinationals. But typically, you do this because it's a very low risk um, you know in investment. The bank's not taking a lot of uh, risk because they know that these big companies are pretty stable, have stable cash flows. Um, so Greensill was kind of trying to, I think, revolutionize this for smaller um, businesses. And um, I guess there's some more details into how they went about doing this and um, eventually recently did not um, succeed. So I uh, recommend reading that. Um, Bitcoin passed sixty thousand dollars this past week, and uh, there's a you know I mentioned last week an article about NFTs, which are non fungible tokens. There was a great overview last week um, in the Wall Street Journal about that. This week, actually, Bloomberg has a good um, article about what NFTs are, but. There's another article that specifies how NFTs can be used specifically in the art and auction world and how they can modernize and and revolutionize some of the processes there in terms of how do you record ownership of art, transfer of ownership, um, 
and uh, you know when things are auctioned off, um, validating ownership around that. So it's an interesting article um, about the art world and and how they'll be um, using NFTs in the future. Moving to the tech portion and science portion, there was a great Google Doodle earlier this week about Dr. Wu Ling Te who was a Chinese-Malaysian epidemiologist back in the early 1900s. And he um, is credited with developing the precursor to the N95 mask. He um, lived during a plague that was um, spreading around in China in the early 1900s. And he came up with the idea of the surgical mask and, and recommended people using that as a way to um, you know, protect against catching the the um, infection. So it's just a really cool little quick article about him. I knew nothing about this man and um, it was, I think, really interesting. And given that we're all wearing masks today, it's, you know, cool to, to understand where that comes from. There's also a great podcast um, in the tech section this week that I included with Walter Isaacson. He is the author of famous biographies like Steve Jobs. He also wrote one about Leonardo da Vinci. I uh, inputted an article that he wrote a couple weeks ago about his new book upcoming that's about CRISPR, the gene editing tool. And he talks in his book about um, Jennifer Doudna, who is credited and I believe won the Nobel Prize for her discovery along with some others um, of CRISPR. And in this interview with Terry Gross's Fresh Air, he just does an amazing job of making this, um, what seems like a very complex medical and, and biological advancement digestible for the, for the average person like myself, who's, who's not um, really a scientist or a medical person. Um, but he also goes a step further and really explains how the COVID vaccines work um, how uh, these vaccines have evolved. Um, and I think it's just a really good overview, both of, of the COVID vaccine, of how CRISPR work, how CRISPR was discovered, but also um, how gene editing, you know, can be used in different applications going forward and also the bioethics that surround gene editing. Um, so I just, I think it's a great, great interview. And then lastly, I'll end with the Grammys were last night. And I did not watch them, but Pop Culture Happy Hour on NPR does a great podcast review. In about 15 minutes, they kind of run through all the highlights of the Grammys. Um, so that's a great overview if you're looking for something quick about it. I also posted some links to a couple of performances that were really great, like Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion. And then uh, Brandi Carlisle did a tribute to John Prine. Also, Beyonce won her 28th Grammy Award, becoming the most awarded woman um, in uh, Grammy history, which is great. So, uh, but it also, you know, the the podcast talks about also some of the issues that the Grammys have had and some of the controversies that they're still dealing with and that they, um, you know, still need to work through. So that's it for this week. Um, I realized I didn't state my disclaimer at the top of this, so I'll do it at the end. But um, as always, you know, these opinions are my own and the content on the podcast does not constitute financial, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice. That's it and hope you all have a good week.